Good morning, Wayne County, and a special good morning to Dairyman Dan. My name is Todd Martin from Smithville Mennonite Church, and I'm excited to open God's Word with you today. But first, let's pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for this opportunity to open your Word on the radio. Lord, I pray that, as always, there would be more of you and less of me. Through Christ I come. Amen. The title of today's sermon is The Double-Barreled Healer. I'm not sure I can remember a time in my life that the world seems to be so hungry for healing. This sickness that is sweeping our nation has arrived at our door. I can't imagine a better time to be reminded of Jesus, the one called Healer of Our Every Ill, in a song that bears that name, this song is a great comfort to me. Listen to these words. Healer of our every ill, light of each tomorrow, give us peace beyond our fear and hope beyond our sorrow. You who know our fears and sadness, grace us with your peace and gladness. Spirit of all comfort, Fill our hearts. Healer of our every ill, light of each tomorrow, give us peace beyond our fear and hope beyond our sorrow. In the pain and joy, beholding how your grace is still unfolding, give us all your vision, God of love. Healer of our every ill, light of each tomorrow, give us peace beyond our fear and hope beyond our sorrow. Give us strength to love each other, every sister, every brother. Spirit of all kindness, be our guide. Healer of our every ill, light of each tomorrow. Give us peace beyond our fear, and hope beyond our sorrow. Last verse. You who know each thought and feeling, Teach us all your way of healing. Spirit of compassion, fill each heart. Healer of our every ill. Light of each tomorrow, give us peace beyond our fear and hope beyond our sorrow. There is something so comforting in knowing Jesus talked to, touched, and healed sick people. Jesus even healed dead people. Jesus never feared deadly disease because he knew he had victory over death and command of illness. We don't need to fear sickness like the world does because we know the healer of our every ill. Now that's not to say you should just go out and lick a sick person, but it's the paralyzing fear that we can avoid. Wash your hands, cover your cough, stay home when you are sick and when the state orders it. Just like you should all through flu season. I hate it. But this also means we suspend our large gatherings for a time. And this is just common sense. I find it providential that we are in the middle of the Gospel of Luke. My church is reading through the Gospels in 90 days, and we're going to finish, Lord willing, on Easter Sunday. 
And so here we are in Luke. Luke is a man called the beloved doctor in the Bible. That is Colossians 4.14. He was acutely aware of Jesus' ability to heal and reported it in all his gospel more than any other. The ancient world was rife with illness. Death was near the sick and people feared the disease. Yet here came Jesus, the healer of our every ill. So I just couldn't leave Luke without us looking deeply at a couple of Jesus's healings. I call this his double barrel healing. To use a shotgun illustration, I have a double barrel shotgun. Now I probably couldn't show this off in a full audience. You see, my dad was a legendary rabbit hunter and he taught me to shoot with a double barrel shotgun. And the unique benefit of shooting with a double barrel is one barrel is for close shots and the other is for long shots. So you can hit your target no matter where it presents itself. Jesus was a double barrel healer. He could heal an illness close or far. And we'll see both cured in our text today. Let me give you the point. This is something I do at our church. I try to give you the point in about six seconds for those whose attention spans are already at the end. Just listen to this. Jesus healed those who were hurting near and far with a power still available to us no matter where you are. Jesus healed those who were hurting near and far with a power still available to us no matter where you are. Let's look at our first situation that happened during a worship time close up and personal with Jesus. I'm in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 13. If you have a Bible nearby, why don't you go over and get it and open it up to Luke, chapter 13. Luke, chapter 13, verse 10. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. Now, no matter where you are, no matter what you're doing, I'm going to ask you to stand up right now. And I'm going to ask you to enter the text with me. I'll ask you to be bent over to whatever degree you think this woman was bent over, or that is whatever angle you are able to be bent over. Now remain in that position, bent over, for the next 18 years. This is the situation for this faithful woman. Now, I'm not going to have you stay bent over for 18 years, but I would like you to stay bent over for the next two verses. Verse 12, when Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. Feel free to stand up and straighten out. Doesn't that feel better? Very good. Now I want you to observe two things that you will see in our moments of praying for people that are healed here at SMC. We do this just like Jesus did. Look really close at verse 12. He called her what? 
he called her forward. Now, I never cold call anyone forward, and we don't know if Jesus did. Later we read that he knew she had been a believer and that she was bent over for 18 years. So I believe he knew her, and maybe she even asked him to be healed. This is our pattern at Smithville Mennonite. Anyone can ask to be prayed over and to receive healing, and many have. But then there's a second thing Jesus did that we also do. In verse 13, look at that verse. Then he put his what? He put his hands on her. We do this because Jesus did this. And touch has a power all its own. In our own culture, touch has become risky, and with this virus, even more so. But it's still needed, especially among God's people. Appropriate, careful, and caring touch can be a catalyst for healing, and Jesus clearly demonstrates this. So the woman is healed. Let the party begin, right? Well, maybe not. Friends, I hate to say it but there's a party pooper in the room. Look at verse 14. Indignant because Jesus had healed on the Sabbath, the synagogue ruler said to the people, there are six days for work, so come and be healed on those days, not on the Sabbath. The Lord answered him, you hypocrites, doesn't each of you on the Sabbath untie his ox or donkey? from the stall and lead it out and give it water? Verse 16, Then should not this woman, a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan has kept bound for 18 long years, be set free on the Sabbath day from what bound her? When he said this, all his opponents were humiliated, but the people were delighted with all the wonderful things he was doing. It's mind-boggling to us that Jesus got razzed by the ruler for healing till you understand the context. In Jesus's day, healers were professionals who practiced their healing for money. In our day, we might call them snake oil salesmen, though that may be a little too old-fashioned. How about this? Miracle cure pills that you can have delivered to your house for $19.95 plus shipping and handling, of course. Does that sound a little more familiar? The religious establishment thought Jesus was a hoax. They thought he was just scamming people for profit. Jesus healed people for free, and so do we. We know he wasn't a hoax. Thus, the healing ministry he began, we continue even today. What healing do you need today? Is Jesus calling you out to come forward? Is his spirit prompting you to respond? Have you been bent over physically, emotionally, or spiritually for so long that you can't even imagine being straightened up again? Maybe Jesus is calling you forward for a close-up healing. Now, obviously, you can't come forward today, but I am willing to come to you. Let me know, and I will attempt to come close, either through prayer, through video chat, whatever. Maybe we can have an elder together with me, and we would be glad to pay to pray 
for your healing. I also plan to keep regular office hours. So feel free after the travel, uh, after the stay-at-home order is lifted to stop by or set an appointment for us to connect. But there is another kind of healing Jesus did at a distance. Please turn back a few pages to chapter 17, verse 11. Again, I'm in the Gospel of Luke, chapter 17, verse 11. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Talk about a great application for today. Here are some lepers who were the COVID-19 people of Jesus' time. They were in quarantine until they died. When anyone approached a leper, the leper was to yell, unclean, unclean. There was no hand washing or mask wearing. You just stayed away. But these guys didn't. They knew it was Jesus, so they yelled for mercy. They knew they were pitiful. They could do nothing but be real with Jesus and hope he will take a long shot and hit them with a cure. Not to mention there were 10 of them. This is the only group healing Jesus ever did. So it's a long shot with multiple targets to hit. We know from reading about the woman with the issue of blood, Jesus could feel power go out of him when someone was healed. Can you imagine how it would feel for 10 people to be healed with his power? Whew, I can't even imagine. Any way you look at this, it was a crazy big deal. They yelled out in faith and hope for a change, for healing, and they believed with all they could that it would happen. Can I ask you, what would you yell out to Jesus today? What would you want him to take a long shot at? Maybe you should yell out to Jesus. Maybe you should write me a letter and, and what you would yell out to Jesus, and I will pray that to him for you, or you can pray it yourself. What if our whole country would yell out to Jesus for healing? What if our whole country would cry out, heal us from COVID-19? Could he do it? Here's the great thing about God. Whatever he does once, he can do it again. In fact, I believe he enjoys being reminded of those miracles of the past with thankful expectation that he will indeed do it again. Now let's see what Jesus's response is to these lepers who yelled out to him. Verse 14, when he saw them, he said, go show yourself to the priest. And as they went, they were cleansed. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. He threw himself at Jesus's feet and thanked him, and he was a Samaritan. Verse 17, Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? 
Where are the other nine? Was no one found to return and give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, Rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Friends, you need to know, I like yellers. Now, soft-spoken people are nice, and if I have a headache, I am really glad for them. But the rest of the time, I just prefer loud people. I suppose it's because I'm a loud person. And in my profession, it's a bit of an advantage. The ten were loud, but now only one remains, and he is still a yeller. But instead of yelling pity, he is shouting praise. I think this is beautiful. Jesus took the shot and hit them all with healing. All of them got their lives back, their families back, but only one came back to say thanks. Did you notice his healing came as a long shot, but his thanks was at close range? He did not holler at Jesus from a distance. Hey, Jesus, thanks. See you later. He found himself at Jesus's feet, thrown there with the raw emotion of utter gratitude. You see, friends, he had met God. Now, I just want to circle back around and ask you again, what would you yell at God today? He may seem like he's way out there. He may seem so far away that he can't see you. Maybe he can't even hear you, but you'd like to try. What would you yell to Jesus today? In a desperate conversation I had last week, someone actually yelled on the phone with me, How long, Lord, must I wait? To be completely honest, I was wondering the same thing. Here's the great part. She had to wait about five days until God delivered her from her pain. Now that doesn't always happen, but when it does, it's pretty fantastic, and I say, praise the Lord. If you have a long shot you'd like to yell out to Jesus, I hope you will. Surrounded by the body of Christ, in your small groups or families, you don't need to hold it in anymore. Or maybe you already did. Maybe you already yelled out and he answered you and you were healed or helped in some way. Would you give him thanks? Will you tell somebody today what Jesus has done for you? Would you not be like the nine, but rather return and give glory to God for all that he has done? You know, friends, I would love to have people write me a letter or give me a call and tell me what God has done for you. The long shots that he hit in your life or the close cures you've received as well. At the same time, 
there may be those of you who are still waiting and wanting healing to come. Would you cry out to Jesus today? Those letters you send will be prayed for as well. Feel free to reach out to me through our website at smc585.org. No matter where you are in the world, we will pray for you. You can also send a letter to me at P.O. Box 455, Smithville, Ohio, 44677. Again, that address is Smithville Mennonite Church, P.O. Box 455, Smithville, Ohio, 44677. Our world is reeling from this outbreak of sickness. Can we imagine an outbreak of God's healing? Can we prayerfully believe that God can still heal us even in the face of a global pandemic? I do, and I hope you will too, even today as we pray. Lord Jesus, I thank you for your word. I thank you for the power that is in it. I thank you for the healing that it reminds us of, the healing that's available even now. Lord, if there is someone out there who is hurting, someone out there who needs your healing, I pray that they would cry out to you. And Lord, that you would hear them and you would heal them. Lord, I pray that they would also be able to cry out to a friend or to a believer that can pray for them and with them. Lord, again, I thank you so much for this wonderful opportunity to pray and to preach on the radio. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. And now, friends, I pray that you would go in the peace of Jesus and have a blessed week. Amen.